Right. Well, to mute, that would be great. Let's see, I can mute some people here. All right. Welcome, everybody. My name is Michael. I'm an alcoholic. I'm glad you are here. Just a few things to get remember as we get started. This is not an AA meeting. It's one member's experience on the exact nature of the wrong. It's described on page 64 of the AA Big Book and the solutions found within the 12 steps. This meeting is being recorded and it will be uploaded onto YouTube later on. Uh, please remember that this is not an all-share meeting, but rather it is a question and ask, answer period for Paul H.'s take on the 12 steps. Paul holds various events. You can find those events on his website at zenbitchslap.com. There you'll find events, uh, the uh, t-shirts, his book Under Arrest and past videos available. Uh, to get things underway, Paul, I've just uh, I, I've chosen a reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous on page 66. We're gonna go to the bottom of page uh, 66 on the last paragraph. And this was our course. We realized that people who wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick. Though we did not like their symptoms and the way they disturbed us, they, like ourselves, were sick too. We asked God to help us show the same tolerance, pity, and patience that we would cheerfully grant a sick friend. When a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man. How can I help be helpful to him? God save me from being angry. Thy will not mine be done. We avoid retaliation or argument. We wouldn't treat six people that way. If we do, we destroy our chance of being helpful. We cannot be helpful to all people, but at least God will show us how to take a kindly and tolerant view of each and every one. I think you can get something out of that, Paul. If not, you can talk about whatever you need to uh, get us started here. I understand we're under a, a short restraint today, about a half an hour. We'll see. Oh, okay. Thanks. 11.30. Okay. We gotta, we're gonna be leaving. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Paul Alcohol, nice to see everybody. Oh, Jesus, there's Mike and Kerry in the same location. Uh, yes, again, this is, obviously he's speaking to us when we have this uh, predilection, this self-centeredness, so Basically, things that could come easily if certain conditions were in place seem near impossible with the conditions we're under. So, yeah, we've got to look at other people as perhaps sick, sick because we usually didn't look at other people as perhaps sick. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't. We weren't very forgiving or tolerant in our attitude and outlook. So. This is basically, uh, you know, like the being brought back to babyhood and then taking your first steps. So we need to sort of take a different attitude or at least have one uh, presented because the attitude and outlook, which is we're going to have a new one, at, but this is speaking mostly at the, the old one, yeah, which is intolerance, thinking everyone's doing it to us and stuff like that. Yeah. So when someone is ill, he basically would do what he does to anybody. But I've get, of course, we take it quite personally. Yeah. And so we can't see it from this blindness of self-centeredness, I feel. So yeah, this book is incredible because, uh, yeah. 
it's sort of like it talks about this it's a spiritual kindergarten yeah so basically it would be like one of those old schoolhouses where each class is held in the same room yeah so there'd be high school kids kindergarten kids yes and basically it doesn't matter if you're in high school or kindergarten when you have the out al- when the alcoholism has you yeah basically <laughs> where because we're not really working on Paul and Michael we're working on the alcoholism yeah it's not it's not like Paul and Michael is going to free him himself from alcoholism the program is going to free us from alcoholism yeah so this was important because i i when i read the third step uh, the third column after the first two when i looked at the names of the people who i thought had offended me or whatever is i took this attitude you know, I looked at Wendy as perhaps she's just as sick as I am. Yeah, I looked at this and that. And what happens is it gives you a little space, really. And at, and at that moment or at that time, a little space is, goes a long way. Yeah, if you could just have a little breathing room, you may be able to see uh, the condition you're actually in. So, yeah, these instructions are quite good. And uh, again, I just want to dwell on the one idea that we're presenting here that may be different than other presentations. I'm sure there are incredibly astute and profound presentations of the steps and of service and of community and of the traditions and the concepts. We're just basically emphasizing one possibility of just looking at what's stated in 64 as almost a way of looking at the rest of the presentation of the book, you know? Being convinced that self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. So that when we read the word self, it may not just trigger the sense of us, yeah? Maybe it'll it'll trigger the sense of something other than us. And then the reading will be I would say will be quite rich in a lot of ways. Not like it isn't rich before, but just like when I came back from, uh, or when I was listening to these old guys, Joe and Charlie, who used to do the big book seminars, they read the book very slowly and went over it. And they mined and presented a whole lot of stuff I wasn't seeing, yeah? So I feel this key of reading the book from the self, the idea of self as a foreign, a pathogen or a parasitical movement or whatever you want to call it, just to have a sense of otherness. And then when you read, you know, like Kurt brings up uh, the self-imposed whatever, you won't be thinking you imposed it. Something came in and overrided you. Because if you kept imposing all this shit, that would be a, a that would be an example of power, wouldn't it? But the whole point of recovery is the admittance of powerlessness. So if we're manufacturing misery, that seems like it's there's power there. If we're fucking everything up every day, that seems like there's power there. But it's self-imposed and not the hundred forms of fear. And the selfing, that identification of self is what's allowing the fac- factory of Paul to produce misery. Yeah. 
So when you read it from that view, it, it gives you different information. And maybe that different information is just the different information you've been looking for. And maybe it will trigger an illumination of the program and just put it into different lighting, yes? And an emphasis on the spotlight on you, so to speak. Yeah, the idea of self. And by recognizing maybe, you know, you don't have to recognize you're not a self. What you start recognizing is you're not the thinker, yeah? These are not your thoughts. You're not doing them. You recognize that a lot of stop, stop, stuff happens through you that you really aren't in the decision-making uh, position. Yeah. If you get a flu, you act completely different than if you're healthy. Yes. So, I mean, uh, these things will start becoming obvious. And that's the breaking down of what was called self. It's that sense of ownership of a lot of stuff we have nothing to do with. And you'll really see that that bridge of my that you've walked over with such confidence into problems and resentments and relationships and money, you see the my as something else now. You stop before you get to the money and you look at the my and you stop before you crown another problem yours. You look at the my of it, yeah? And you see that sense of my is the bigger problem. It really is because it's preceding all the shit that seems to bring about trouble it's preceding them all yeah what brings about a lot of trouble is my problem not a problem yeah my money changes my whole relationship to money then money yeah when i say my money i'm apt to act very crazy around my money i wish you all to have a lot of money but i wouldn't want you to have any of my money because i feel if you're rich i'm going to be poor and that's that vision of selfing yeah a lot of us don't like to see people really get well because we feel it puts on a bad light on us so we all want to stay in the same herd so we'll be feeling really incredible but i'm still crazy don't worry yeah i haven't left the group in a sense yeah <laughs> so i don't know uh yeah so the emphasis again to me is rooted on that statement in page 64 and then bringing that sense of the difference between self and us to the rest of the readings and how you look at things yeah and maybe i would say that view will produce an effect and i would say it would be it could be coined as traveling lighter yeah and isn't the point relief from the bondage of self i would say it is it's relief from the bondage of self. So not having tried, part of the bondage of self is trying to get relief as self. That's one of the biggest bondages of self, yeah? So now you're relieved of the bondage of self. As a self, you're not relieved. You're relieved from the idea of a self, yeah? Hallelujah, really. So I feel like this is the, you know, I think the, the, the points not presented need to be presented, not an incredible constantly going over the same points, but certain points that haven't been presented to be presented. 
yeah, so that you can hear it and maybe it'll ring a bell, yeah? Maybe you'll recognize that something had you, you didn't have it, yeah? As my friend John says, alcoholism is a fate-appointed disease. It's not like you did it, yeah? You went out there to become alcoholic in a way, yes? It's fate-appointed. This life, this story of Paul had that as part of it, yeah? And thank God, it also has the part of recovering from it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Mike, Any? see if anyone wants to share or oh, anything. Sure. Anybody would like to have a, have a question answered by Paul, please use the raise hand feature. It, won't um, be, it may be answered, but definitely not by Paul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Paul can't even find his socks right now. Well, if you're going to Hawaii, you don't need socks. I know, but I need it for the plane. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a, I have a, I don't know if it's a question, Paul, but something, maybe find something in there. Is it, um, when you were talking about the, you know, like being taken over by alcoholism and, and, you know, it's really clear. I go to a lot of meetings in AA and, and, you know, when I'm sitting in the rooms of the Zoom rooms, I can hear I can hear how self is manifested in other people in the way that they share and the way and the, what they say. I can hear it. But when I do the introspection into myself, man, there's a huge veiling of it. And it's almost like it, it, it's, it's taxing almost sometimes to, to go into looking and seeing where like self has manifested itself in my own self. Um, any, uh, any pointers, any, um, any hints or yeah yes i do it's not constantly looking at how self is manifested you just have the realization self manifests yeah okay and then if you get to see the manifestations just bring in the next set six and seven it's quite easy why michael doesn't have to understand okay Michael doesn't have to understand. Michael knows now. He knows that self has defeated him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. okay. Now when you recognize the activities of selfing, you just bring them the six and seven. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it isn't even, even worthy to be brought to six or seven. I mean, just recognize it. It's not having that much of an effect anymore. It's just like... Uh, You know, like the drip, drip, drip. It's lost momentum. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. The idea you don't have to keep realizing you're not self. You need to know it. And then there's, it's sort of become stabilized in a way. Yeah. Just by the knowing? Yes, because if the other stuff may be Michael trying to get out of Michael again. Uh, yeah, now you have a new thing they try to get out of self instead of trying to, you know, trying to get out of self as self. Now you're trying to get out of self as Michael. You're out of self as Michael already. That's the that's the basis. You're out. Yeah, this whole idea of being in is the is the greatest illusion of them all. You're out of it. 
Yeah, you're not of it, let's say. Yeah, you're of something else. So it's sort of like the guy who gave me, uh, when I was younger and I was in India, he was talking about, uh, and it was just to get a point across, personal presence, you know, spirit and impersonal spirit, yeah? And he says, Paul, do you have a, do you live somewhere in America? I go, yeah. So you have a house, yeah. Do you work? I go, I try not to, but occasionally. So what do you do? I paint houses, all right? So he says, now, when you go to the job, do you have to keep remembering that you have a house? Or do you know you have a house? So you know the have have a you know you have a house while you're at work. The work doesn't block you off from that knowledge. Does it? No. No. Yeah. So you don't have to be going, I have a house, I have a house, I have a house, I have a house. You have a house. Yeah. You have a place to live. And now you're at another place working. The other place isn't negating you have a house. It's just another place. Yeah. Okay. That which makes the house, which is awareness, you're, the awareness is there while you're working. Yeah. 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 So this isn't really about a lot of work. You already have the way. It's unless you believe uh, bringing the garbage out to the curb is a lot of work. I would say the garbage truck guy has much more of the weight of the work than you do. You just have to remember the day it's coming, bring it out there. Yes? yes. You don't have to tell him and describe every piece of garbage to him. You don't have to tell a big story about the carton of milk. He doesn't give a shit. His job is just to pick it up. He doesn't even care. Yeah, it could be a dead body in there, probably. You wouldn't even know. You don't have to stand there and, you know, say, I feel such, I feel so great that I brought out the garbage. All right, bro. I got other cans to pick up. Just, you know, just move on, move on with life. Okay. So you don't have to itemize the stuff. You recognize where it comes from and then you send it back. You can't return it, but the higher power can. It can transform it. So you bring it to the higher power. Hey, I'm entirely ready for this to be reconfigured. You just caught it, you know? Yes. That's the thing. The more you're on top of it, the clear, the faster you see it, basically. But, okay. but the there's not far to go with six and seven. <laughs> you basically become irrelevant as soon as you say I'm entirely ready you but hey Ted just come in the side door I'm on a zoom all right I can't speak <laughs> don't worry about it bye oh that's the guy who's taking us to the airport yeah okay, okay. So, yeah this so it's this thing is, we've done all the freaking work in a way, or it's worked on us to a point we're entirely ready. Yeah, then it's, that's, we're out of the equation basically then, aren't we? We just bring it over six and seven, yeah, and go about your day. And what's one of the things you arrive at through the program, trusting the program, don't you? Yes. 
So the faith is already already pointing to the winning side. You don't have to drag it there. It's pointed there. The shift has already occurred in you. Yeah, so now you're trusting the infinite much more than the finite self. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Yeah, and who is it that says you have to work on Mike so much? It's probably Mike, the one you're not. Yeah. My head. Yeah. Okay. The dogs aren't thinking you need to do more work, do they? No. Just play with them more. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you'll be more available to them when you stop trying to be more available to you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think it's... Uh, I think a lot of conclusions we we want to keep putting off, we've already arrived at, really. You've realized you're screwed. You realize you're not managerial quality. Yes, yep. there's the willingness. You see what has defeated you through its manifestations, the activity. You can start recognizing it and more gets revealed. And what gets revealed, a lot of what gets revealed doesn't demand six or seven because it's the, you're in that spirit. That's, you know, you're just chilled. But when you see like a message from the old radio station come across the screen, you bring it to six and you bring it to uh, the higher power. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's our business at hand after you've been established in sobriety. Yeah, six yeah. and seven. And if you do something stupid, you know, you make amends. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then prove the one's conscious contact. You know, you don't, the whole point of that isn't to, it's, that's the point is to improve the conscious contact. It doesn't mean to become great prayers or it's really the intention is those are vehicles to do what? To improve one's conscious contact. After a while, you'll have a whole fleet of vehicles that will improve one's conscious contact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, your dogs, your wife, everything. Yes, you, everything. Yeah, but maybe in the beginning to get a sense, you know, you got to convince yourself. So praying and meditating, and maybe that will continue the rest of your life, or maybe it won't. Maybe that the what you are praying to will become obvious. So maybe you don't have to pray. Yeah, maybe you'll be like a prayer, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, who knows, you know, but you'll find out and, you know, what the head will try to do is keep putting a fence around everything. Yeah. And just tell you, all right, that's far enough. Da, 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 da. And it wants to keep reasserting the old agenda, but you got enough flavor of, uh, you know, thought and effort is necessary but not when it comes to being what we are, I don't feel. Yeah. Mm. So if I'm sweating and I'm like fucking flexing spiritual muscles, I don't think I'm going anywhere really. <laughs> I don't now. So I just feel something's established. The head doesn't want to admit that. And it goes to great lengths to try to act as if that which is established is far away and you're never gonna get there or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. 
it keeps kind it just keeps trying to you know position us so it can triangulate us you know it wants to locate you and then it just fucking the algorithm hits the, and then the shit comes in all the thoughts about michael never whatever or whatever yes mm-hmm. yeah that's not us never has been never will be yeah i think that's good news that's great news yeah so and you do great so you do tons of service for the zoom and everything so you know obviously people who don't have your interior you know shit going on see us a lot better than we think we are what does that say yeah maybe less <laughs> less, <laughs> less <Yeah>. you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, maybe i shouldn't be the final arbiter of my own condition <laughs> i don't think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for sure yeah yeah it's like uh, <laughs> uh it's a failed system remember what can it show you it's failed when yeah. does it show you it almost all the time <laughs> <laughs> where right where you are <laughs> well, hey hey paul i know i know you don't have much time left but like we do have gina she's had her hand up and, and i'd like I to have plenty her. of time I, oh, oh okay gina come on in please about 11 30. hi can you hear okay. me yes. yes oh cool so I wanted to comment on what you were saying, Mike, about, I don't remember what you said, but something came to my mind, so I'll just say it. A lot of times I'll be feeling, you know, just great and spacious. And whenever I contract, I always, I'm just noticing, it's always a feeling of like not being worthy. Like there's no way I could be this, you know, maybe everyone else is, but, you know, and you got to just question it every time, but not in a like beating yourself up way. You know what I mean? I mean, I just try to notice it and I don't even try to notice it. There's just a noticing and yeah, but I'm constantly thinking of crazy shit and I'm noticing it like, oh, I'm always thinking people think I'm a drug dealer or I'm some, I'm homeless or, you know, and I really don't give a shit if they think that, but I'm noticing that my mind is constantly putting me down, you know? So yeah, but once you notice it, I think it's on its way out. <laughs> but I feel like it's like so pronounced now because I see it all the time and I feel like, fuck, I've been beating myself up really hard <laughs> for a long time. So yeah, it's it's true. It's just, it's hard because that that unworthiness comes in, but that's not true. Well, there you go. There's a, a perfect example. Uh, I'm entirely ready for this perception of unworthiness to be reconfigured. And I asked that higher power to reconfigure it. Yeah. It's an old look. Yeah. Usually I just want to shove something in there. You know, I want to shove a drink or smoke a joint or whatever, but. For sure. And so, and then you say, okay, I'm entirely ready because you don't want to end up there. So you want to go to another destination and you don't know how to get there. I'm entirely ready. Yes, here you go. And after it shows you a number of times, yeah, those underlying feelings that get triggered by the yapping 
will change. You'll feel uh, like to me, a lot of us, we're on our own hook, you know? There's a lack of permission and of course, riffing on the unworthiness. And you know, you, you can come off that hook. Something takes you off that hook through, this, yeah. through the working of the spirit. And then uh, what life wants to offer you, you're there to receive, yeah? Yeah, yeah. you show up. Yeah, I mean, if people want to be nice to me, far out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please don't. No, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, we're all frauds and everything as an action figure. So, I mean, really, let's get over this idea that I'm not enough. Of course, we're not enough. <laughs> that, puts a lot of, that puts a lot of pressure being fake every single day. And, you know, it's really glaring because like when I, I still have to put on the fake a lot and, I, and it makes me really like feel weird, you know? <laughs> well, again, you know, that which feels weird isn't even you, eh? So yeah, yeah it's just yeah. something else That's arising. Right. Yeah. Hey, you're a fraud, I'm a fraud. Everyone's yeah. a fraud. Yeah. yeah. That's when you're not a fraud is when you admit you are one. Exactly, really. <laughs> but it's humbling. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's groovy. Yeah, humbling is, yeah, humbling is, is uh, yeah. It's where to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, when you describe something so well, you know, I know you haven't been introduced to recovery, but you could look at this book called the big book and on they have a thing about step six and seven which is only a paragraph or two but it's yeah. really what you do almost a lifelong thing in recovery because when alcoholism is revealed by hearing it from another or in your own feeling wherever then you can bring that alcoholism to that higher power and have it change yeah yeah, yeah. See, this is like what's I think uh, someone said here, uh, Mickey, about, you know, you what do you discard something like that? It's all about yeah, turning. It's like this idea of turning stuff over, but it's an activity called six and seven. It isn't like me just I'm going to turn this over. I turn it over to this power. Yeah, through those. And I like to use the way it's said. I just change one word. I don't believe remove works in energy because energy doesn't go anywhere but i know energy can be reconfigured yeah so basically this old idea that i'm not enough and therefore i've got to say no to a lot of life's uh deliveries that's totally insane that i mean that's 101 uh <laughs> selfing in a way yeah. Yeah. so basically uh that power that's greater than us sees us in a much broader light. And, uh, and it will take us, no matter what we bring, entirely ready if we just bring it to six yeah. and seven. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. So it's not so, you know, you notice it and, uh, and then just bring it somewhere. Yeah, or allow it to go somewhere. Notice yeah, like it, a, it sometimes can turn into self-knowledge and that self-knowledge is not going to avail you much. Right. You're just going to know you're fucked, but you're still getting fucked. You know, it doesn't, 
this is a different kind of activity. It's, it's becoming aware of something and uh, bringing it to that which yeah, can do something with it, can change yeah. it, can use it to be beneficial to myself and to others. Yes, yeah. yeah. I've seen the recycling of lives through recovery by the higher power. It's just unbelievable. So why wouldn't you <laughs> want that? Have all of you, the good and bad, and uh, let it do what it's gonna do with it. Yeah, you'll find out. You're in good hands. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Yeah, Gina. Thank you. Nice to see you again. Yeah. All right. Do we have any other hands up for today? I know you're dying to unmute and come in and ask a question. Don't be shy. We can always say goodbye. No. We can always say goodbye. That should be the theme song of <laughs> the Zen Bit Slap Zooms. <laughs> all right. Oh, wow. Look at here. We got all kinds of questions. We have Annette. Annette has her hand up. Come on in, Annette. All right, where's it? I see Annette. I see her head. Hi. Hello. Hi, sorry. I'm in my kitchen. Um, I have a question because, um, you know, a lot of things in recovery processes encourage the examination of ourselves. So a lot of people, you know, who are used to that, I imagine they give you some pushback. How do you manage that? Well, I see self as something far, foreign to us. Other people see it as them. Right. So when I'm looking at self, I'm not looking at me. I'm not trying to learn about me. I'm trying to learn about what I'm not. And I, I've had tons of pushback, but what the hell? Yeah. To each his own. If you want to see something as you, far out. <laughs> I just want to provide a possibility to hear something else. It may land well. Yeah. So the whole premise of these talks, these Zooms, is that in this category, self is an activity it's called selfing. Yes. It's of the mental nature where the problem resides. And therefore, the mental processes are infected with alcoholism. Yeah. So what you're calling self is an image held by the mental state and reinforced by the mental state that you're a long lasting independent separate thing that you are the doer of everything that happens to you you are the thinker of all the thoughts you are the feeler of all the feelings i just don't agree with that thank you Yep. All right. No other questions right now, Paul. And it doesn't mean it doesn't feel that way because we're under the sway of a, an activity that has us convinced that it is we're that which it's talking about. Yeah. It's almost like the greatest strategy a parasite could have that it convinces the host that it's the host yeah so therefore the host its true great ability 
in relationship to the parasite is that it's not the parasite. So it could throw it off. It could have it removed. It could get away. But when that's taken away from it, when the host takes itself to be the parasite, where is their freedom in that? Yeah. You'll try to be free as the parasite captured in the statement in our community, self can't get out of self. It's that simple. Yeah. Are there two selves? Yeah. Or are there no selves, really? So that's what we're sharing here. We're not saying what we're, uh, we're not attacking any other view. I mean, whatever view brings about long lasting relief, I fucking pledge allegiance to it to some level. But if there seems to be a lack of relief in the participants in the act of recovering from something, then maybe we need a different diagnosis. Yeah, maybe something that could be clearer to what's really the, the problem. Yeah, because if we keep trying to get out of the problem as the problem, that's the greater problem. Yes. Yeah, so that's basically the point coming here <laughs> for many way reasons, but that's basically the point. I'm not like, Oh, do you know that on page 93, it was supposed to be a comma, not a period. I don't, uh, that's not what I'm into. I'm into something. Uh, I'm not a studier of the letters, the flavor. There's a record, there's, there's something that goes on that turns a resentment into something completely different when it's called my resentment. I'm interested in that. I'm interested how a two letter word could have such influence on what comes after it. Yeah. Money, problem, girlfriend, this, that life. Yes. My life, my girlfriend, my money. It seems to have a usually different meaning if that MY is emphasized before it. Yeah. What is it? I would think that that should sort of call for a little bit of inspection to see what's going on. How can I do great with a girlfriend? And as soon as she's my girlfriend, I'm up on stalking charges in a few months. Why, what changes the whole situation with that word my? <laughs> and you know what? I feel we're starting, we've, we missed the my when it comes to the identification as self, we're living the effects of it without knowing it, yeah? The self has given meaning to our life. It's made things seem as threatening when they weren't. It provides a lot of false evidence and misperception, yeah? It's as if we're living by a whole other agenda and that ours is never even taken into consideration or heard. Yeah. I would think, uh, how could we go another day without that being looked at a little bit? Yeah. I mean, isn't it the most influential aspect that you and I give everything all the meaning it has, as it's stated in the Course in Miracles? 
that we're dreaming, really. Yeah. If you want to call it real, all right, it's a real dream, but it's dreaming. Because when I meet something, I give meaning to it. And I change whatever it is by the meaning I give it. Yeah. That sounds like dreaming to me. Active dreaming. Now, if something's dreaming through me and I'm having to live its nightmare, I would like to wake up from it. I want to put down the mistake of trying to get out of self as self. I do. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. If I recognize I'm not that, tons of possibilities show up. And one of them is I can be free from it. I can be free from it. Yeah. I don't know exactly how that's going to look, but I know it's brought about. I do. Freedom from the bondage of self. Yes. We're not giving you a step-by-step thing. That's offered in AA. We're just trying to give you a diagnosis. Yeah. So you don't get caught in the overriding statement of self can't get out of self. What is going to happen if you keep trying to get out of self? It's going to prove unsuccessful. Why self can't get out of self. (laughs) That's explained in like a three minute seminar. Yeah. So there you go. I'm so happy to see everybody. And uh, any, we have any other? Yes, Paul, we have Elijo has his hand up. What time is it now? It's 11.13. All right. All right. Elijo. Elijo. Okay. Okay. Okay, we don't have time, Paul. But I was thinking, I wasn't going to say anything, but um, so then uh, my assignment for A is to uh, describe what my HP is and what my HP is not. But then like what you just said, it's like if you put the word my in front of it, it changes the, um, yes. the higher but power becomes you know, I'll give you a simple thing. The HP is not you in this role. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. As long as okay. it's not you. It has the quality of HP ness. Yeah. So, so what about making it mine? There you go. And uh, I cannot can make it mine either. But you can you can have an idea of it, and then as you get established in it, it's going to reveal to you. Uh, you know, you'll lose the idea of wanting to have a higher power of your own understanding. You'll realize a higher power of its own understanding. Yeah. It's quite different. Yes. Being had by a higher power of its own understanding is quite powerful. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Last one real quick is PK. Yes. Make it very quick, PK. Thank you. You got it. Thanks for holding the space considering the circumstance. I just wanted to ask you a question. You had that great story, one of your greatest hits about I can never come back based on that I never left. But now you just said something before. You said we always can say goodbye. Now, so is there a a follow-up to that? Because in other words, we we already said hello or there we have nothing to say or everything 
that said is is already said or weren't it's not no. us that's saying it no it was just sort of a joke it sounded like a good it. song yeah but i was trying to think if that was a song what would be the like you know we can never leave you know because we're already there but you know in this case we no, can always we say can goodbye. goodbye we can always say goodbye because we're never leaving <laughs> yeah all right my man well thank you thank you bro have a great trip man yeah 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 all right let me say pk always love to see you bro take it all easy right, brother. yeah we've got carrie carrie i'll be seeing you sooner than later all right and michael we, too we can check out the plane schedule just in case it gets changed <laughs> yeah. we're gonna look it up all right all right text me and uh i make sure you open the door on the left side of the limousine i like to enter <laughs> in that way i pass the deutsche to the left hand side i'm all right. thank you <laughs> thank you all right we got uh we got net net uh, not manageable yes there he is Nice to see you. Yeah. You're doing well, not manageably. Yeah. There you go. Mickey, nice to see you. And we'll have we'll be here Thursday. Everything's going to continue. We'll just be doing it from somewhere else. We got Mickey. Nice to see you, honey, as always. We got Gina. Gina's. Yeah. There you go, Gina. Roman. There he is from German. And Barbara, I see, is lurking on the right. Yeah, there she is. Nice to see you, Barbara. Not see you. I see your I see your left eye. Yeah. There you go. Hey, see you. We got Ruby from Kansas. Oh, Wichita, Kansas. I forgot. Yes. Oh, we got Paul from Ireland. Annette. I don't know exactly where Annette's from. Yeah. But you want to let us know, hon? Sorry, I couldn't get my button. Um, I'm from outside of Philly in Chester County near Valley Forge Park. Oh, great, great. Nice to see you. I go there a lot, yeah. actually. Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah, we got, all right, we got George in the iPad. There he is, I think. Yes. We got Eligio, the baby, uh, King Baby. There you go. He's going, he's still alive. That's good. Michael S. Thank you for the service, Michael. Uh, lost him again. We've got, uh, let's see, hold on. We got Don O. Nice to see you, Don. Joseph from France. We got Alex and uh, Jacob. There they are. Nice to see you. Yeah. We got the Walter H from the netherlands tommy from ireland i think chris from mammoth there he is we got terry in maine rich i think from the uk we got jess from ireland uh we got iphone jack g oh jack g dropped in nice to hear jack or we'll see you or we'll not see you deirdre nice to see you or we'll not see you hey thanks everyone i'll see you thursday tomorrow night wednesday it's all the same. Tuesday at 4.30 is not happening today on the Awakening Together. We forgot to look at the website, but they know. But right, so there's no 4.30 Pacific time today meeting.
but everything else goes and next week it will be all right every see you thanks bye -bye. Hey, paul bye -bye. thanks paul thanks paul nice work michael thanks michael thank you hey all the hp thank you michael <laughs> you're welcome thank you thanks michael Thanks, Thank you, Michael, for your answer to my question. That's cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Paul by Thursday, and I'll have an answer. Come back on Thursday. I'm trying. Okay. Oh, I can give you my number if you'd rather. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Michael. <laughs> Thanks, Vicky. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Man, I'm jealous now. Carrie and Mike and no, Paul. No. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Yeah. Not in Hawaii. No pressure. Yeah. No, it's no pressure. It's just, um, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, it's all good. What can I say? What, what beach are you going to take them to boogie board at? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe Richardson. I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll just play it by ear. I have no yeah. plans, really. No, that's great. Yeah, but um, no. Judith cooked a beautiful breakfast this morning. That was nice. She uh, she's getting ready. There's a lot to get ready, but yeah, it's all good. So hey, thanks for that uh, link you sent me, Mike. Yeah. Did what, did you did you get anything from that? I didn't go on it. <laughs> was it over? Oh. I just saw the link. I was so busy. I just got off work. I was working the last few days. Oh, okay. Was oh, it already right. passed? I didn't. I just saw the no, link. No. It's the international men's internet. In, it's the AA international men's um, conference. Is it going on right now? No, it's in April. You can sign up for it now, though. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Are you signed up? Yes. All right. Yeah, I haven't even had a chance to check it out yet, but I will. Yeah, the twentieth to the twenty second, or something like that. Very cool. Or the twenty fourth, or something like that. Yeah. So um, is PK still on? PK's still here, yes. PK. Mahalo. What's going on? I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What else you got? 